Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody, is what I used to say, and that is a force of habit. I apologize. Although to some parts of the world, it may be the morning. We are worldwide. I can't forget that. We are worldwide. And maybe even beyond that, if our signal takes us to space, although it may be 300 years from now, I'm not sure. I'm Bart Winkler. David Shepard's here. Marco Belletti on the updates. We have a guest tonight on the show. I put a challenge to Shep out uh, a couple of weeks ago. I said, if I just name a random person, will you lock him in for me? And he said, I'll do my best. And I said, Bernie Williams of the New York Yankees. And and he came through and delivered. But I did say that uh, after it was already arranged. But Bernie Williams of the New York Yankees, an hour from now, uh, will join us. He's got a second career. He is a musician. He is a very accomplished musician. He is also doing uh, a bunch of different work with with charities. Tomorrow is a big day for that. So we're going to talk to Bernie Williams. And this begins my quest to talk to every living person that has ever appeared on the show Seinfeld. Hitting is not about muscle. It's simple physics. Calculate the velocity V in relation to the trajectory T in which G, gravity, of course... Remains a constant. <laughs> it's not complicated. Now, who are you again? George Costanza, assistant to the traveling secretary. Are you the guy who put us in that Ramada in Milwaukee? Yeah. You want to talk about hotels? Or you want to win some ball games? And hey, we won the World Series in six games. I think that is one of the best deliveries of any line. That's ever been uttered in a comedy. Yeah, six games. George Costanza, the great Jason Alexander. So some good accolades there. Some not so good accolades, depending on who you are, which team you root for, as the NFLPA player survey came out today. And what's interesting is one of the most poorly regarded teams, according to the players of that team, went on to win a Super Bowl. This year, 
and have won many of the last few Super Bowls. The Kansas City Chiefs came in at 31st overall. So the NFLPA, they put out a survey to their players, as I believe most work surveys do. And uh, you may get the work survey from time to time. I do answer it. When I, whenever it comes through, I, I answer it. Um, but you know, you don't, (laughs) you answer it, you answer it. What's a good way to say this? You answer it truthfully, but you don't always answer it honestly. If that makes sense. You say like, oh yeah, you know, the company could do a better job of like having people, uh, get together and feel camaraderie. Uh, yes, slightly agree. And then if it says comments for more, you just say, no, we're fine. But what you should do and what you're supposed to do is say everyone in management uh, stinks and they give us no direction and everything's falling apart. And you would never do that if you really felt that. At least I wouldn't. And I never have. I never have. I never have. Well, not not here. Uh, I did at previous jobs. Uh, uh, cable TV call center I worked on was a horrendous place to work. Just awful. And if you're in that business, if you're in that business, let me tell you this, you will regret, you will regret not, you will regret not doing the things that help you make the most money. I would always get scored on like, well, yeah, you could have sold more, but that's fine because you did all the things right in our workflow conversation chart. I mean, if you just let me talk to these people, I will sell them HBO, even if they don't like movies. I'll sell Nickelodeon to an 80-year-old if you just let me talk and not do the stupid workflow chart. Anyway, but in the NFLPA, a lot of these guys did answer, and they answered very honestly. And I guess the NFL's kind of a job where it's like, what are they going to What are they going to do? cut their left tackle because he says he doesn't like the breakfast options. No, there's no fear of, of retribution there. So the chiefs and the big complaint for the chiefs was the locker room. They've got a nice locker room in their facility, but in their training center, the locker room uh, isn't that great. And they decided to gripe about it and it still hasn't gotten fixed. Now the hunt family who owns this, operation here uh they've got a bunch of money and they're winning super bowls you kind of just i mean don't you give the players whatever they want if you're if you're running the chiefs i mean any complaint should be rectified right away they do the thing for you they win you the super bowls they get you brand exposure and now you got the whole taylor swift fandom do they want to support uh an ownership group that doesn't take care of their players? I don't think they do. Here's some of the grades. Just specifically, I'll look at the Chiefs before we look at other teams. The treatment of families from Chiefs players. This is Chiefs players taking this survey. D plus. Bad. The food and cafeteria for the Chiefs was a C minus. Okay. The nutritionists and dietitians on staff was an F, the locker room, an F, the training room, a D, <laughs> the training staff, an F. It's like they've got no amenities. How are they, how are they winning 
so constantly. All their facilities suck, and everyone's unhappy. The weight room is a C plus. The strength coaches are a C plus. The team travel, this is for the Chiefs, is a D. They do raise up a little bit in the rankings. They should have been last place, but the players rated their coach an A plus. That, of course, being Andy Reid. And then for the ownership, they rated that an F. Well, hold on here. Uh, correct. Uh, let me correct myself. They rated that an F minus. An F minus. So there's one of two ways that this can be looked at if you are uh, an owner. If you're the Chiefs owner, shouldn't you be saying, oh, man, this team is putting their butts on the line for us. They are giving us championships after championships. We're worth $25 billion as a family, the Hunt family. The Chiefs, the last season that we have numbers for, brought in $450 million in revenue, and this was before the Swifty invasion. Don't you look at that and say, our guys are, we could make it a lot better for this team that wins. We should, uh, we should do right by them. Or do other teams look around and say, what the hell are we spending all this money on providing daycare and making sure everybody's happy and making sure everything is clean and then we're not getting wins out of it? That, 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 there is at least, you know, a couple of ownership groups look at this and they say, whoa, 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 whoa. The Chiefs are cutting corners on everything and they're still winning? Why are we trying to placate all these people for an 8-9 record? Well, this is another cost-cutting opportunity the way I look at it. So you would hope that that's not the case, but we'll see. Overall, the most highest-rated teams, when you take all of those categories that I just mentioned, were the Miami Dolphins, the Minnesota Vikings, the Packers come in at three, and the Dolphins and Vikings had like, like there's a gap there, like top of the line, class of the class with the Vikings and with the Dolphins. Then there's a little bit of a gap, and the Packers and the Eagles and the Jaguars and the Niners are bunched up. The Jacksonville Jaguars shot up the rankings from a year ago because the big problem on the last player survey was there was a rat problem and they got rid of the rats, not like rats in the clubhouse, you know, they uh, whisper, 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 something's going like actual street city vermin were taking over this facility and they got rid of it. Uh, The best treatment of families, Vikings, Dolphins, Niners, the worst, Commanders, Steelers, Patriots, the Patriot way. The best cafeteria, Dolphins, Eagles, Niners. The worst, Bengals, Chargers, Saints. The best locker room, Dolphins, Vikings. See, they, they keep showing up here, Cowboys. The worst, Steelers, Commanders, Chiefs. The best training staff, Dolphins, Eagles, Giants. The worst, Cowboys, Chiefs, Commanders. The best uh, owner. The worst, Chiefs, Chiefs, Cardinals, and Steelers, and the best owner, the Dolphins and the Vikings, both again getting that A plus. And uh, who who else is at the top here with the ownership group? Who uh, 
Is that the Green Bay Packers I see getting an A rating for ownership? Did you guys know? And I may have brought this up. You hear the open. I'm in Milwaukee. So it would make sense to think that I'm a Packers fan. Not, not just a fan. I am an owner. And I would like to thank the players for the Green Bay Packers that voted in this survey that not only recognize my, but recognize our other owners for trying to make things as comfortable and uh, as accommodating for you. And it just feels really good to be recognized. We really do pride ourselves in, uh, you know, having a good facility as owners, um, eating a lot of cheese as owners, drinking way too much on Sundays uh, as owners, maybe pre-gaming before church, before we go to the game. Yeah, just a little Bloody Mary. We really take pride in our ownership. Buying a line of clothing Packer wear in the mid-1990s and never upgrading on that Packer wear, we really are trying not to expedite costs, so we really do feel good about that. The, I think the, the big part that's interesting to me in this survey is it's always interesting to see how like teams are doing and, and where they rank. And again, the Dolphins and the Vikings are sky high above everybody with the Packers and Eagles and Jacksonville, the Niners. I mean, you could kind of expect some of these teams to be up there. The bottom ones in terms of the overall survey are the commanders, the chiefs, like I mentioned, the chargers, new England's kind of surprising. The Steelers kind of surprising, but somebody broke this out online. Uh, Nick Corte, he is an over-the-cap contributor, and he looked at the rankings that were given and then which teams had owners that directly purchased their club and then which owners have the club through an inheritance. And the top clubs... The Dolphins, the Vikings, the Ravens, the Broncos, the Packers, Jacksonville, Eagles, Falcons, and Bills. Those are the top 10 clubs. Now, the Packers are in there. All right, that's the different, obviously, structure. But the top clubs were all purchased. These are all owners buying in. Now, for some cases, the Panthers are a D and the Patriots are a D plus. But the top teams are people that buy in to the sport. If you use a GPA scale with all these grades, teams that were directly purchased have about a 318 GPA, uh, which is a B, which is not bad. Teams that were inherited have a GPA score of about 223. The Buccaneers, the Cardinals, the Steelers, the Chiefs, all at the bottom in terms of what the players think, and those were all teams that were inherited. Now, there's some teams that, again, they were inherited and they get an A-, minus, like the, the Niners. The Bears get a B+. Plus. They were inherited. Uh, the Texans, that gets passed down, the B+. Plus. And there's some teams that were purchased. Uh, the Rams, C-, C-, C+. plus. But it looks like, I mean, there's a lot of teams, I think, that have been holding on to these structures, these franchises within the family, and there's a level of complacency there. Uh, and it is kind of shocking to see the Kansas City Chiefs be so low when right now they are the absolute, you would think, darling of the league. I mean, not only are they winning, but yes, the celebrity factor is absolutely there. 
I mean, even if it's not Taylor Swift, it's the other people she's bringing in to the facility. Like, it's cool to be a Chiefs fan. It's cool to root for the Chiefs. It's cool to be a Chiefs player, but their ownership group was voted essentially the worst. The only thing that saved them from being the actual worst was Andy Reid, such an incredible coach. So again, you may look at this if you're the Chiefs and say, oh man, we got to do right by our players for what they're giving us. Or you could be another owner and say, you could say, uh, why are we trying so hard if uh, we're not getting these Super Bowls? Why are we doing state of the line, top of the art? Why are we doing all this? I conflated those. Why are we doing all this if uh, if we're not winning? So I, it's always interesting to hear what the players have to say. And the uh, Chiefs, very outspoken that things maybe could be a lot better, especially for a team that has won uh, three of the last five Super Bowls. So not only did they have to face the adversity of their bad receivers this year, one of which they cut today, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, another which is, I don't know what McCall Hardman is trying to do. We could talk about him. Not only are they overcoming that, they're overcoming an ownership group that is cutting corners at every possible turn. Very interesting study that came out today from the NFL Players Association as we're in the midst of Combine Week with a lot of other weird NFL stories coming out. We got more mock drafts to look at tonight. We got more uh, Caleb Williams. We are hearing some things from Caleb Williams to maybe make Bears fans feel a little bit better, uh, I think, or maybe not, depending on how they interpret what Caleb had to say. So a lot of football to talk about tonight. And as I mentioned right off the top, uh, Bernie Williams. We'll have a conversation with him, uh, four-time World Series champion, Want to talk to him about a couple different things. Want to talk to him about that group that he was with, with the Yankees. They were getting to the playoffs, and then they'd win the World Series. Is this team, is this current generation of Yankees, are they missing some intangible factor that Bernie's teams had with uh, Posada and Rivera and Jeter and all those guys? Are they Did they have something that this current crop doesn't? And also, there's been a lot of changes in the rules since Bernie Williams played baseball so is there a rule that maybe he would say "Eh, I I wish I had that or I would be cool if I got to experience that so we'll talk to him that'll be at the top of next hour uh, 11 o'clock eastern 8 p.m pacific in the meantime we got plenty of time to hear from you on those topics or anything else that's on your sports mind tonight 855-212-4227 855-212-4CBS Marco's here. David Shepard's here. We'll check in. I'm Bart Winkler, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Bart Winkler Show. Heard Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide. 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Radio. A lot of news regarding the Kansas City Chiefs today. They, of course, are the Super Bowl champion. And that Super Bowl was, uh, I mean, it wasn't even three weeks ago yet. I know we're moving on to a new league year, but uh, Super Bowl is still kind of in the rear view there. We can still see it a little bit. But uh, it's not Super Bowl news. There's some McCole Hardman news. Talked about his time on the Jets, how dysfunctional that was. 
and how he basically told the Chiefs to come get him, how they responded to that is going to uh, lead to maybe a penalty or, or not. We'll talk more McCall, McCall Hardman in that situation a little bit later. There was a player survey done by the NFLPA, and it came out that the Chiefs scored the second lowest in all of football. The second lowest in all of football as uh, everybody that works for the Chiefs, plays for the Chiefs, think the Chiefs could be doing a lot better. Only the commanders were lower as they're trying to turn things around, but the Chiefs, with all their Super Bowls, with all the money that Clark Hunt and the Hunt family has, still are kind of cutting corners on some of the things that the Chiefs players think they should have, especially with the results they've been given. And then uh, Chiefsaholic had his day in court today, and the lawyer, you know how, like, you ever see Law & Order? I'm sure you have, and after the episode, one of the DAs or the lawyer, somebody comes down on the stairs, and that's where they're interviewed, and it's like, well, what do you think, what do you think? So the lawyer uh, gave an interesting few remarks. The Chiefs guy, the Chiefsaholic, and he does have a real name, it's Xavier. He's an avid Chiefs fan, and we know him as that guy. He dresses up. He's like a the, the mascot there, like the wolf. But then what he would do is he would wear that costume to the game, and then he would also that then he would go and rob banks <laughs> wearing it. It's just like not. I mean, if you're gonna wear like if you're gonna wear a disguise to do a crime, don't wear a disguise that people know you for. Like we we know that you wear that disguise. Just get the guy uh, that uh, wears that disguise. Oh yeah, we got we had this clown come out to our birthday party. Chuckles the clown, and then after our birthday party for our kid, he robbed three banks in his Chuckles the Clown outfit. Like, okay, they might not know who you are at the time, but I just paid a check to Jeff Willingham. Who goes by Chuckles the Clown? I mean, that's the guy. Pretty easy to to find this guy. Although this guy didn't he hide in the woods for like six months? He thought like he thought he was an actual wolf. So anyway, the lawyer Matthew Merriman uh, afterwards went on the stairs and he couldn't help himself when he was discussing his uh, his client's proceedings. There may be like this guy might spend fifty years in jail. He's been indicted on 19 criminal counts. So the lawyer gets on the stairs and then uh, tries to relate this case to any old good high school football equivalency speech. From the beginning of this case, folks, the government has been blitzing and Xavier's pocket was collapsing. But today, Xavier stepped into the pressure. He took responsibility for his actions. He stood up in court, humble and repentant, and admitted what he had done. Now, if I know anything about Xavier, and if the Chief's Kingdom knows anything about Chiefsaholic, we know that he doesn't give up. We know that if he stumbled and he fell, he didn't let his knee touch the ground. And that's because he's capable of doing a great thing. And he knows that there's still hope. 
We still have a lot of work to do on his case, but Xavier wants everyone to know that he loves the Chief's kingdom, he loves Kansas City, and he hopes that you'll rally to his support. Thank you and God bless. Now, on one hand, very unnecessary to do any of that. On the other hand, it is helping get the word out. With the ridiculous nature of that statement, if if people do want to rally around uh, Chief Saholic, they're now more aware than they would be because of the lawyer. So I, I actually say this guy might be a pretty good lawyer, Matthew Merriman. The word is that they were trying to debate whether they wanted to face trial or take a deal. And Matthew Merriman said, well, think of it this way. We are the punter. We are up six points. There are 20 seconds to go on the clock. And we are going to snap the ball to our punter. He is going to run around for a little bit and then run out of the end zone and take the safety. And then the lawyers say, what on he- what are you talking about? Oh uh, yeah, we'll take a plea deal. We'll 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 take a we'll take the we'll take the deal. 855-212-4227-855-212-4 CBS. Greg is in Michigan. Hello, Greg. Lord have mercy, El Bardo. It's the warrior, Mr. Positive. Hey, I gotta tell you, great job with the CBS Sports Minute in Detroit. Fantastic. Love Oh, it. you heard you heard my CBS Sports Minute? You betcha, big fella. Yeah, do you remember you, what I talked about? Um, I think it was the Denver Nuggets, and who's going to win? Or uh, it was the placement, one in, in the seventh wow. seed yeah. and stuff like that. Yes, mm-hmm. El Bardo, Mr. Positive, listens to the man, the myth, the legend. Always, always honored to be able to do a CBS Sports Minute. Yes, I, I, um, I'm driving my car, and I'm thinking, holy shnikes. Um, I love it. Um, wow. What a show tonight. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs, I can't believe it. They neglect their uh, number one asset, the Hunt family. Hey, if you're listening out there, the Hunt family, uh, you got a gold mine there. Let's take care of it, okay? Let's take yeah. care of it. You got Tay-Tay with you and everything. Um, but, yeah, uh, I just um, – the gentleman who's going to talk about the culture in the Jets, what's his name? McCole Hardman. Yes, um, I heard this thing on the uh, and uh, the affiliate here in Detroit, uh, ninety-seven on the ticket, and uh, he was spot on. You know, you got to have a winning culture. You got to, you know, not play like uh, your uh, what do you call prima donnas. And I heard it, and it's gonna, you know, you're gonna have a a good segment there. And real well, quick, the, the McCall Hardman thing's interesting uh, because he gave an interview on a podcast in which he talked about how. They didn't have a winning culture. It was dysfunction. It was kind of let let Aaron do what Aaron does. Okay. Uh, but then there was a report that came out maybe an hour and a half ago that he was so frustrated that he may have leaked game plan information to other teams while on the Jets. So there's there's Uh-oh. a lot to discuss when it comes to Nicole Hardman, and we will do that. I hope so. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, uh, don't be surprised if my buddy Chris Cuomo is listening. And um, other than that, uh, great show. And uh, when are you going to do another CBS Sports Minute? Do you know? <laughs> I, I, I don't know, Greg. Okay, buddy. Hey, love you. Shep, you know how I love you. Everybody, go for your dreams and have a great night. 
El Bardo Winkler. Ah, thanks, Greg. You do a four-hour show, right? And nobody says anything to me. I record one of these CBS Sports Minutes, and I, I, I got, I got people I haven't talked to in years saying they heard me. That, that must be the prestigious thing around here. Shep is these Sports Minutes. I never knew. Well, the the distinction the Sports Minutes have is they're aired in major cities in the afternoons, the mornings that we may not clear. So that's right. the advantage to doing that. Uh, I thought it was a good minute. I thought the show was better than the minute personally. Well, the minutes, I mean, the minutes, it's the, it's 30 seconds of me talking. All right. All right. So what they're saying is they like you only if it's 30 seconds. Yeah. Is that what Greg's implying? I I think that's kind of what I gather from it. <laughs> right. That, that, that's what I gather, that not only am I a bad first impression, which I told you guys right off the bat, um, but I'm better in small doses. Wow. Uh, interesting. Well, it's a four-hour show, so yeah. By the gonna, way, I, I think I, I think you would sign up for a thirty-second radio show if you could, right? Wouldn't wouldn't everybody? Oh no, no, I I, I you get too much to say. Got it? Yeah, I got too much yeah. to say. I have too many important things to say. My voice is too. It's too necessary. the The world needs me, right? So yeah, you think? Oh, do you only want to work thirty seconds a day? You think? I mean, are you kidding? But I have to do a service to really America and the world to get my opinions out there so that people can then either follow me or use my knowledge to then form their own. Let's just put it this way. The people that listen to the Bart Winkler show, the, the survey for that would be significantly higher than the Chiefs player survey. What do you think about that? Because, um, like I said, I, I mean, if I'm if I'm the owner of another team, and I'm paying all this money. There is part of me that thinks, why am I doing this? Chiefs are winning, and they hate their jobs. Yeah, that's, They hate their workplace. See, you know, Washington, that, that aligns, right? Um, coaching, you have a lame duck coach. You have a culture of losing for the past decade plus. You understand why there's frustration, you know, boiling over in Washington. And, you know, you have a better owner this time around, but maybe there's still some of that stench from Snyder. The, the situation with the Chiefs, I don't get that because— Bart, it's not as Patrick Mahomes is not a diva. He's not. And Andy Reid is the ultimate player's coach. Like, I can understand people saying that while they're winning in New England because Bill Belichick was a curmudgeon and then some. But Andy Reid is the ultimate jovial guy. I mean, for God's sakes, one of his key players bangs him, you know, he goes five feet back and he's happy about it and then downplays it after the game. How could you be miserable playing for that franchise? Yeah, the commanders thing's interesting. The owner, um, they did vote the owner a B. So Josh Harris. This is a new regime. They they get a B, and I think there's a lot of still after effect from Daniel Snyder. The training staff has an F. Washington's team travel has an F. I, I think it's crazy that they're giving out F minuses. Right, but uh, treatment of families, locker room, F, F, F. That well, I don't. I still don't understand why Chiefs were so low. The Chiefs were low because they don't like their training facility. The Chiefs were low on team travel. The Chiefs got a D plus in treatment of families. What? The yeah, the Chiefs got a F in owners ownership. What? Yeah, Clark Hunt players, got an F. The Chiefs players rated their owner. The only reason they're not last is because Andy Reid got an A plus, and so that moved him up a little bit. But they got D's or C's or F's in everything, 
And the lowest mark was they gave an F minus, F minus to Clark Hunt. So, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I, you're connected to the league as well. I've never heard a negative thing about him. And, he, and he's a legacy. His, his, his dad is one of the ultimate names in the history of professional football. So I, I don't get how he's an F minus. I mean, this isn't Jerry Jones, who's taking the attention away from everybody because he wants to do an Ooh, what impromptu. What did the Cowboys get? Jerry Jones right. got a B. I mean, come. I mean, I mean, how credible is this survey? Come on, come. I mean, you're giving Jerry Jones a B for ownership, and and, and Clark Hunt gets an F minus. I can't take this seriously. I cannot take this player service. How many players took it? Two. <laughs> and, and, and was one of them Tyree Kill? And, and it got mistaken. It got sent to Miami. Like I no, I, I don't buy for one. So mad about defending Clark Hunt for because I think this is ridiculous. I think this is ridiculous. Like Clark- he's cheap. He's winning Super Bowls, and he's not putting any money into the facility. Clark Hunt, Players don't like that. Clark Hunt was significantly responsible for getting Andy Reid to come to Kansas City. So I, I don't understand. I mean, the guy, the guy, all he does is want to hey, win. The players just want better facilities. Do you know how rich people stay rich, Shep? They don't spend any money. That's how. Yeah, you're right. Patrick Mahomes didn't get the uh, first half billion dollar contract in the history of the NFL. What am I thinking? Hey, well, it's a salary cap. You got to spend that money. Well, I, I, again, I want to see the credibility of this survey. I want to know what players took this survey. Because all it, of no, them. no, it's it, no, you can't do all that. All of them, all of them, all of them took this survey, Marco. All of them. Marco, you know the NFL too. You're telling me Clark Hunt is an F. Chef, you're owner? looking at this from like a football perspective. I am. Look at it from an employee perspective. Do you give a rat's ass who the top employee what they're making? If you go to, if you go into your cubicle yes. and everything is busted and there's sewers leaking, do you care? I like, you don't care. Wait, 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 they say that they don't like their owner, and Shep's like, you paid Patrick Mahomes, and he hired Andy Reid. I don't believe you players. You are not credible. Shep, they're the players. They I, took the survey. I, 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 don't, I, don't believe, I don't buy it. I don't believe it. I've seen this man too many times with his players go around and treat them like men. Everybody go around and treat them like people. they love the owner, Shep. You know, you know what you got to do, Bart? We, we, no, we, you got to get Carrington here. You got to get Carrington Harrison on because I I, I am baffled by this well, is the most ridiculous survey. This is the most ridiculous survey Even I've ever Clark heard. Even Clark Hunt sports. said it afterwards. Our facilities are over twenty years old. We have to look into upgrading them. Yes. So he's holding himself responsible. That's an F minus owner. How are you responsible if you're not doing anything? Words mean nothing. You think the players care that in five years it gets fixed when I'm already on my ass in my living room? You think I care then? <laughs> If you win, listen, this isn't, listen, Jer, the Bulls players hated Jerry Reinsdorf's guts. I guarantee you, even Michael Jordan, who's the most critical of them all, wouldn't give Jerry Reinsdorf an F minus. Clark Hunt put them in a position what, what, to what, be world champions. Does, you're, you're, you're mad at the Chiefs for saying their owner's bad? No, I'm mad at this survey because I, I, I'm, I, guys, Bart, you know, survey. Bart, you know me well enough. Marco, you know me well enough. This is not stick. I'm, I'm, you guys know I, I, when I'm on the microphone, I am who I am. This is a ridiculous, survey. There is no way in hell. Oh, by the way, we know a lot more about Jerry Jones than we do about Clark 
Hunt. Jerry Jones wanted to draft Johnny Manziel that and was talked out of it. You're not, you can't you're tell me he's a B owner. You can't. Because no. it's about the facilities. They, it's, they about ask the, it's about the daycare facilities. It's we, about the meals. The and nutrition. the one thing that Jerry Jones does is he puts out money for all that. When they go yeah. in, they're in the lap of luxury. That's well, what they want. Well, he also plays in a major market in Dallas, and they're worth $10 billion, so it's easy oh, to have that money Oh, major market now? So the Chiefs are th- – there's a small market now in the NFL. Right. I just, I just want to make this point sure. to um, maybe guide future conversations. I just want to make one – point to, to, to guide this. There have been a few instances in the short two months here that we've all been together, and every time that the three of us have had opinions about something, it's always been Marco and me on one side and then Shep on the other. You're so finding Shep. the trend? You're, you're, you're getting it? Well, <laughs> Picking it up quick, huh? I, I hate to break it to you guys. We're all very intelligent young men in this in this show, but the reality is sometimes you both can be wrong. Just, <laughs> just I mean, you guys got to swallow your pride sometimes. <laughs> you guys are wrong. You guys are wrong on this. Like, it, it, it's ridiculous. Not, I'm just, <laughs> just reporting the results of the survey. <laughs> I'm not saying. You, are you hearing me say that Clark Hunt is F minus? I'm not saying that. I'm saying what the chief said. Again, I, I find no credibility in longevity and any kind of consistency with this survey. I, I think I think this is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. Consistency. Well, yeah, uh, because I've never could, heard anything uh, about uh, Clark Hunt in any negative manner, and all of a sudden he's an F minus owner. Okay. If you could book either Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey for the show, <laughs> we will talk about it with them. You so, know what? That might be uh, tough. Get Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got me Bernie Williams tonight. That's good. Now get me uh, Patrick Mahomes. I'm, I'm we'll probably, talk about the survey. I, I can get Dick Vermeil. I, he didn't take this recent survey. Gotcha. He might have MBS been the head coach when cut. they had the facility that's, put together. That's right. That's right. That might yeah, have been yeah, the problem. Yeah. 855 212 It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Here's Bart. CBS Sports Radio talking with Bernie Williams. He's got his number 51 retired by the New York Yankees, of course. That will be coming up next. Got time for a call here or two. Kingfish is in Arkansas. What's up, Kingfish? Yeah, hey, Bart and Shep. I've got an interesting story for you. Uh, my father-in-law was an all-American football player at SMU, and he actually played one year for the Philadelphia Eagles, and he was traded to Green Bay for a year. Then he decided to become an orthodontist because his knees were getting torn up and everything. But anyway, when he was at SMU, he's an all-American linebacker at SMU. Uh, Lamar uh, Hunt was, uh, was on the team. I mean, basically, his daddy got H.L. Hunt, got him on the team, and he just rode the bench. And my father-in-law told, told me that uh, Lamar Hunt would borrow lunch money from my father-in-law, you know, that, and my father-in-law is a devout Christian man, and he, he wouldn't, you know, a lot of people were, like, trying to kiss up to Lamar Hunt because they knew his father was H.L. Hunt. And anyway, he would lend him lunch money. And so you think of a real rich guy like H.L. Hunt having all this oil money and not giving his son a lot of carry around money for, for lunch money. And then Lamar Hunt was trying to push himself into the NFL and they wouldn't let him have a team in the NFL. So he 
decided to form the AFL, and they had a team like the Dallas Texans, and then the NFL had the Dallas Cowboys. So then uh, he had to go to Kansas City because the Cowboys were drawing too many fans. They didn't have enough fans in Dallas to support both the Cowboys and the Dallas Texans. Well, you have to think about these teams back in the day, like the Hunts did fantastic things for revolutionary great things for football that they were operating on a budget. There was, they weren't making a lot of money. And so they're probably having habits being formed, trying to make payroll and all this kind of stuff. And you made an excellent point, Bart, that uh, kind of proves the point. You said a lot of the old owners uh, aren't getting the ratings that some of these real rich owners that are coming in that are buying these teams that are just mega rich that come in here because the, the rich owners are trying to do right by the fans and maybe they're spending lots of money on facilities that got deep pockets and just pouring out. Whereas these old owners have been around forever and they've had to struggle and they see all these football players getting rich off of their efforts. And so maybe, maybe they've had to be tight. So you th- you think long- the owners that have like handed down the, no, none of these owners are struggling. They're not struggling now, right? But it's ha- it's kind of like habits. It's like they, they're a product. The Hunt family's worth twenty five billion dollars. Correct. They're all rich, but the thing is, though, they're a product. Their family, their family's done things a certain way for years, and so maybe they've had, maybe they've pinched a penny for so long that they're not coughing up for the facilities. These players that go back and forth between other teams. And Ken C say, well, why aren't your our facilities better than these other teams that they've been playing on? And maybe I mean it's all relative, but you did make a comment that some of the newer owners are, are doing better for the, the players. Yeah, the to- best grades. Uh, thanks for the call, uh, Kingfish. The best grades, the best nine grades go to ownerships that they bought in, or the Packers are in there too, and that's different. And then the worst four. And then everybody's scattered in there, but the worst four go to the um, go to teams that have inherited uh, their their ownership group. So it's interesting um, how things go, or at least in, inherited their yeah the team. It's interesting how it goes that way. the 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 main thing that's interesting to me too is the Chiefs win Super Bowls. This survey does create some change. Again, Jacksonville was very low, and then. There was a rat problem, and the survey said rat problem. So they got rid of that. Uh, the surveys helped change how some deal with cafeterias and daycares and all that stuff. So it's never bad to get a gauge of how the employees are, are doing. Bernie Williams, longtime Yankee great. We'll see what he's up to. That'll be next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 